Today's dating world comes with a lot of BS. Ghosting, boring conversations, and endless first dates that don't go anywhere. It's complete BS, and it's got to stop. I'm your host, Kenna Renee, and Dating Without the BS gives you straight-to-the-point dating solutions so you can meet the exceptional partner waiting for you. So let's do it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited to be with you guys here today. I hope your holiday season is going very smoothly. I have a special guest for you guys today. I don't know if we've ever done a podcast together, but she is the Manifestation Queen. Elizabeth, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thanks for having me. Of course. And I'm so used to people, like, I'm so used to saying, like, Elizabeth and then, like, something else. You know what I mean? Like everyone has a, it's either like a business name or their last name. And I always feel bad to introducing you because I'm like, I don't know what she prefers. Yeah. And I just got married. So my last name just changed to Carlson and I forgot to type it in here when we logged on. So Perfect. Carlson. <laughs> awesome. That sounds good. I like that. Yeah. We'll talk about all about your exciting engagement and marriage in just a second, but I'm bringing her on the podcast today because, um, As you all know, in previous episodes, I've announced the Love Lux Academy, which is a three-month container for you guys to manifest a man. Three months. Now, even as you're listening to this, your response is probably going to be one of two things. Yeah, right. Or how exciting. And if you're in the yeah, right container of space, this episode is for you. Because here's what's so crazy. The very thoughts and ideas or opinions that you might have about the idea of manifesting a man in three months and that you could join an environment to make that happen and help you make that happen, those are the very thoughts, feelings that need to be addressed. Absolutely. Those are the very key indicators, the very first indicators of like, oh, we could clear that shit out. Because those are the things keeping you from really attracting great love right now. When people start working with me, I always tell them, I'm like, there are men everywhere all the time. Available men. All the time. Everywhere. And they're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And then we get into our work together. And like a few weeks in, they're like, oh my God, there are men everywhere. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't move. You didn't. Right. You you know, nothing changed except for your internal world. And so if you're in the space where you're like, I'd love to manifest a man, a man, a man in three months, but I just am having a hard time believe that, like keep listening, keep tuning in. Cause I think by the end of this, you might shift your perspective just a little bit. And so Elizabeth and I today are going to give the, a little bit of an insight of what to expect inside, um, of Love Lux Academy and also, because we love talking about this so much, a part of us wanting to come today was about like being on fire. Like people need to know this information. People need to know that it can be so much easier than what they've endured for the past few years. It can be so much easier than we're kind of giving attention to. And when we take the route that it gets to be easy is when we see how easy it gets to be. So I'm bringing her on because we're going to like blow your guys' mind. But before we dive into it, I was thinking about when I listen to a podcast, what do I really enjoy? And I was like, I actually really enjoy hearing about people's like isms, like the things about them, not just their story, but like what are the things about them that make them them? So I have a couple of questions for you. 
Okay, let's play. <laughs> All right. First, what's your favorite candy? Oh, favorite candy. I would say peppermint patties. Peppermint patties. That I is know. Not, like frozen or like non-frozen? I got it from my mama. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she has frozen. I love them in the freezer. Hell yeah. So good. Um, holiday movie. Like go to, you could watch it a hundred times. The holiday. Oh, me too. Of course. <laughs> I am not surprised. It is the best. Isn't it the best? Oh, I love it. Um, A phobia. Phobia? Oh, snakes. It's, yeah. I don't know if it's like past life or what, but randomly I will get this fear of like, what if a snake just popped out right now? And I could be like in my bathroom, like going to the bathroom in the middle of the night and like have that thought. (laughs) Okay. I have that thought when I'm going to the bathroom, like on the toilet. Like, is that what you're saying? Like, yes. you're like literally, like, okay. <laughs> it's not a phobia, but I have that thought commonly. It's like, what if a snake comes up through the toilet right now? Yes. <laughs> or I was and I'm not making that week. up. I was in the hot tub last week and I thought about it too. Like, what if it just came out of the jet right now? <laughs> okay. I don't think about that, but I do commonly think about it coming up through or something coming up through the toilet. <laughs> Like biting I'm me. I'm so glad I'm not alone. Thank no. you. No. <laughs> um, what in life makes you feel the most luxurious? Oh, that's a good question. I really feel luxurious when I go get a Starbucks. Ooh. For some reason, just the like atmosphere of ordering the coffee on the app, going in to get it, and just like savoring every single sip. I know their slogan is that first sip feeling, but like I will have that first sip feeling last the whole damn cup. It's almost like, like what happened first? Did Starbucks make it feel like a luxurious experience or do <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And like, did they yeah. like plant that in our psyche? <laughs> yeah, it really does. That and my bed, my, my man set my bed up. So like it has it's the best mattress, the best pillows, the best comforter, sheets, like it just feels like a hotel. What pillows do you use? I don't even know where he got them. They're just regular like type of pillows. They're not like the Tempur-Pedic ones or anything. Um the bed is like a a Tempur-Pedic type bed, but they're just like regular, I don't know. I think he got them at Costco even. Just the whole atmosphere of it. It's all white. It's like- it's yeah. luxury. Yeah. yeah. I need new pillows. That's why I'm asking like desperately. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is one message you have for the world? Oh, just trust yourself and believe in what you want. What you want is meant for you. And that desire, whatever it is, it's never going to go away. So you may as well listen to it and get over all the bullshit that tells you it's not possible. Ooh, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one. Yeah. I'm like pausing because I'm like ingesting that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one because it's true. It's like the desire is never going to go away. So if the desire doesn't go away, that means it's obviously for you. So mm-hmm. then we should just spend our time instead of suffering that we don't have it, spend the time figuring out how we can get over ourselves to have it. Absolutely. So good. I mean, we are seven minutes in, y'all, and she just like dropped <laughs> – some 
we could finish the podcast. We could just be like, done, right. take that. Sorry, that's my life mission right there in a nutshell. So <laughs> take that with you guys forever from here forward. Go ahead. You don't need to listen to the rest of this. Just kidding. Just kidding. All right. So the whole idea of the Love Lux Academy, again, is that you can attract your man into your life in a much shorter way. We, I think both Elizabeth and I, that we figured out, and I talked about this last week a little bit, that once we figured out that like we could make this enjoyable and that struggling and suffering doesn't have to be a part of the process is when things rapidly, for me at least, began to change in my dating life where I did start to bring in some of those heart desires very quickly. Like for instance, like a guy really planning ahead, like all the guys I was meeting were planning ahead and they were planning ahead in big ways, like extravagant dinners and like really awesome basketball seat tickets and like weekends away to the mountains and things like that. Like amazing dates that I was being taken on as soon as I started to shift the energy behind this sucks and it's hard to this gets to be enjoyable and enjoyment gets to lead me to my person. And so we know this at such a simplistic level that we're like, There's no reason why women can't be scooping this information up. We are badass, capable, incredibly amazing humans. I think one of the things that stops us is the idea that like, well, I want to be chosen. So if I'm doing the work or if I'm going and making those things happen and am I, am I really being chosen? What do you have to say about that? Well, if we look at it from a manifestation perspective, because I'm a manifestation coach, right? That's the insight that I bring. You're only doing the work really internally and everything in your internal world is always reflected out in your external world. It's a mirror. The universe is a mirror. So the mirror, the universe sends you what you believe internally you can have, what you actually are. We don't manifest what we want. We manifest what we are. Yes. As you show up in the identity and in as the version of you that knows she's a damn catch, that knows she's a damn prize, that knows her value, that, you know, believes that there is an abundance of men out there that would be a hell yes to her and vice versa. You're not like doing the work to overcompensate or overcome the external world, you're doing the mindset work, the embodiment work, the identity work, the self-concept work. So the the opposite usually ends up happening, (laughs) usually ends Mm -hmm. up that you have to do less in the 3D world because you've paved the way internally first. Absolutely. And I get so many questions when people first start working with me or I get so many questions in the worlds of like, well, what's the best site to be on? How do I get a man to approach me in public? And I'm like, that to me, those questions are the first indication that they see themselves as separate from those actions, from those things happening. Absolutely. And I'm like, just the question. Yeah. Tells me that. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, hold on, I have those questions too of like, no, no, no. What what are the things to do to make that happen in my life? We want you to change that question from what do I need to do to, again, I actually am kind of annoyed by this question, but it is a very valuable one, but it's hard one. Who do I need to be? Like, Mm -hmm. what do I need to embody? Do I need to embody that woman that's like, she always gets men and what would it feel like to always get men and embody that in this moment in the way that I can. I don't even know if I can guess what that feels like, but I can try Mm -hmm. because now 
you are showing up as that person, right? So this Love Lux Academy is not just about a program. We're helping you step into and embody your desire and having it. That's so much more powerful than to-dos. Oh, yeah. Now, my work is centered around some to-dos because I figured out that, like, these to-dos match the universal principles of manifestation. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, to get my clients out of a funk, I give them a little bit of strategy when it comes to being in the online space because the online space brings a lot of heaviness. This doesn't work. I don't know how to make it work. Um, These guys are being lame. I'm so burned out. I'm so burned out by all these messages. I don't know who to message. Like, the online space creates a lot of decision fatigue. Oh, I could see that, yeah. We're constantly going through people's profiles like, I don't know how to pick this person. Like, the guys that we feel kind of like a eh about, we don't know how to make a decision about them because we have limited information. And so we end up burned out trying to make decisions. So one of the principles that I have is a strategy and a little bit of a structure around how to be online so that you can embody what it feels like to do this with ease. Hmm. And then once my clients are used to it, I go, no, 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 you get to do online however you want to. You can stop playing by those rules that I laid out because you know what it feels like to be in ease. You know that this is your new standard. Now you get to choose how you want to keep that standard. So my work lays out principles and ideas and steps, which is great because you're going to be getting that in the Love Lux Academy. You're not going to just (laughs) get your manifestation, this brilliant woman, you're also getting that like, hey, here are some ways that I've done it, but we're going to customize it to you. Does that resonate with you? Does that feel good to you? Do you feel ease when you think of doing it that way? Yes? Great. Run with it so we can learn what ease feels like. I love that. And I love that you pointed out that like you as the brilliant woman that you've become inside this program or along the path to manifesting any relationship is the actual manifestation like you and the transformation that you have internally is what we're really after here. Because once you have that, the man manifests as a byproduct of that. Easily, quickly. Right. Mm -hmm. And which, so that's so great about your story is that like you did it so fast. So talk about that. Yeah. So I, when I set out, it was 2020, early 2020, when I set out to manifest my man and I had everything against me. You could say (laughs) if, if I, if you have heard about it with men, I probably experienced it. I had experienced a plethora of quote unquote failed relationships. I had a, a lot of heartbreak, a lot of grief, loss, abuse in my past. That was just telling me like, basically you'll never win in love. I told you the theme song of my life at the time I had proclaimed was bad at love by Halsey. (laughs) And I was a walk, I was that walking theme song. And so anytime a good, kind, eligible, like man that could have actually stuck in a relationship came along, I didn't want him. I had labeled him as boring or no chemistry or whatever it is. Right. Cause I was like addicted to chaos and all of the issues, quote unquote, So as I set out to manifest my partner, I had been single for a while and then I had all these past experiences. So I had nothing, 
I had never witnessed what I was setting out to create. And a lot of Mm. people will use that as the reason why they can't do it. And I was thinking the opposite. Finally, I was like, no, this gets to be the reason why I can manifest it Mm. because I'm out to create something new. That means I've got to start thinking new thoughts, feeling new feelings, believing new things, showing up in a new way. I've got to create this like new version of me. And so I did it in about six months. It was January, 2020. I, I decided I was going to do it. And then by June that year, we were talking. <laughs> he plopped right into my Instagram DMs. I didn't even have to go looking for him. It was just like this beautiful connection right off the bat. And I remember by date two, and we were actually living two states away at the time. So again, another another unexpected unfolding. But date two, I just remember thinking like, this is it. Like I just trusted myself so much because I had created it from within. I had imagined Mm. it. I knew, I knew what I was creating. So when it came in, I felt it and I trusted myself. Mm -hmm. And that's such a key part. I I mean, it is a, it's a theme amongst my clients. And actually I think amongst humans is that we, in different areas of life, we all struggle with it, but at different areas, is there, there is a, can I trust myself? Even if maybe you haven't had bad experiences, mm-hmm. doubt, lack of trust, I think is something that's part of maybe the human experience, right? We kind of have to like, be like, can I do this? Because if we just think we can do everything, then there's nothing stopping us from running into the street and dodging cars or like, you know, client, we have to calculate risk, but risk, calculating risk turns out sometimes where, you know, we miss out on the very things that are for us that we have the ability to conquer, like love being one of them. It's funny how there's so much in the world that's talked about love in the sense of like, I'm not going to settle. So I'm just going to be single until this magical person shows up. And I'm like, you know, guys, we are human creators. (laughs) Like, why not just go create him? It seems like such a simpler solution, but it's like this anthem amongst singles. I I was actually going through my client's um, dating profile because I do that from time to time. And there was a guy that popped up in there and he's like, you basically saying something like, you better be amazing. And I was like, oh, that's so terrible. That's not love. Right. Um, so I'm not sure exactly like now I'm not full circling this, mo- this discussion or my comment. <laughs> <laughs> I like went off into this tangent. Um, it'll come back to me eventually, but the whole idea of not settling, I'll just, or I'll just be single. No, like creation's an option. Absolutely. And to me, it's the most fun. Oh yeah. An option. I mean, this world isn't created for us to just exist and go to work and try to travel and try to save an amount as much, you know, wealth or whatever as possible and like love on your family. Like we're missing a huge part, which is like creation. Yeah. Like we were created to create, like we have the the anatomy and the power within us to create whatever we want. And so to me, it's like, I posted a reel about this today. It was the moment the moment when you're like visualizing something and I was visualizing this partnership every single day 
And then when it comes into your 3D reality and you're actually experiencing what you once experienced in your mind, like that shit is so fun. That feeling will never get old for me. (laughs) No, never get old. So let's have compassion for the people out there that are listening who I think the women that listen to my podcast are brilliant and they've been trying to manifest for a really long time and it hasn't worked. Mm-hmm. Then what? It's just not that it hasn't worked. It just hasn't happened yet. Okay. But do you hear that that could be very frustrating for some people? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I understand it could be. It's frustrating when we haven't received the instant results of what we want yet. Yet, I just truly believe that the only way to fail is to give up. Mm. Yeah. And that's so funny. It's so funny because love is one of those things that they don't actually – we don't have to give up on it. Yeah. Like, the whole idea of, like, if it hasn't happened for me yet and it's taken me this long, then maybe it's just not for me. That's such a foreign concept to me because – what Elizabeth said at the beginning of this podcast is so true. Like if you have a heart's desire for it, that means it's for you. We just need to figure out where am I getting in my own way? And I wouldn't say getting in my own way because I don't think we intentionally do. It's just where have I developed unconscious coping mechanisms, patterns, ideas, feelings about dating that I feel are so true, but I'm not giving myself the chance to live something else. Absolutely. And that's what the Love Locks Academy is for, is that it says, hey, we understand the noise that's going on in the world. We understand all your friends and you guys are in the same boat and y'all are complaining together. We understand that isolation is a real thing to be like, I just can't be around that group of people because it highlights the pain of where I'm not at so bad. Mm-hmm. And we want to say, we're going to give you an environment, the most supportive and loving environment, who is going to believe in love for you until you can believe in it, until you can embody it. And we are going to give you the ways to help you see and expand into that love so that you could just bring it in really quickly. Absolutely. Borrow our conviction until it becomes your own. 100%. So when you've been trying and you've been at this and you've been manifesting and you've been working on it and maybe you've seen little glimmers of change, but you're like, it's not big enough that makes you believe it's not worth it. I want you to know there's always a fork in the road that you're being presented with and you could just go to the right, which is like, I'm going to take everything I've learned and know that it's going to snowball on top of one another. And I need a container of space where I'm supported, where love is supported instead of torn down, where love is like put on, not a pedestal, but where love is cherished and honored. And we align yourself to that. And there's so much power in just being around, like this was a big part of my journey too, was getting my ass in the room and being around people that were growing and believing in limitless possibilities because that does seep out onto you. That shit is contagious. It's just as contagious as doubt or fear or anxiety or stress or worry about what if it doesn't happen and what if 
it doesn't, you know, isn't meant for me. And, and all of the scenarios that we play into, like when our friends are asking us, have you met anyone special yet? Like what's happening? And we're feeling that lack, that shit is contagious. And yet Mm -hmm. faith and trust and belief and like, this is totally happening and it's only a matter of time that is as contagious too. And so getting myself around mentors and coaches and other women who were creating what they wanted in their relationships was so pivotal for me too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So what do you think, we were talking about this, what do you think is the difference between this, the Level X Academy and like other programs or offers? What do you think is the difference? You corrected me quickly. You're like, no, it is not a program. (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) It's more an experience. It's not a course. I mean, there will be teaching moments where we're going to be teaching and training you on concept and, you know, the blueprint of how to do this. Yet we're also really walking you through the process. So you're, by joining, you're committing to the journey and the work in the moment. It's not just like a course that you're buying pre-recorded things where it's sitting on your shelf and you're not, you know, maybe I'll get to it. Maybe I won't like, who knows you're committing to showing up and doing the work and walking through the actual, you know, mindset work with us in tandem with us. And you're getting, so you're getting the accountability and you're getting the customized support. I mean, there is nothing like, I mean, I can't, I just can't tell you how many stories with my clients where I'll hear something that they say. And it, I have just such an eye for the way that they block it, the way that they Mm. separate themselves from what they want, that they just, you can't see because you're in the pattern so deeply. It's like, it's like trying to put together a puzzle, but the puzzle pieces are like right at the tip of your nose. You're just too close to it, you know? And so I can really take one conversation with someone and spot all the ways in what they're saying. And even in the questions, like you talked about already on the podcast that people ask the ways that they're holding themselves apart from it. And sometimes just that small shift that you didn't even know, you didn't even have the awareness of that. Now you do can make all the freaking difference. So the ability to have a mentor and coach and to have two of them that can help you spot those blind spots is freaking priceless. There's no value on that. There's no value. They really are just blind spots. Because even mm-hmm. when my coach, if I'm like breaking something down with her and she's like, hey, did you hear what you just said? I'm even blind to it, mm-hmm. right? Whenever we're going to new levels in life, whenever there is a desire that's out of reach and you're working towards that desire and you're working towards being an attractor to that desire, along the way, there is a gap. There is where you are now and who you'll be when you have that desire. And so our thinking is completely different, not even just our thinking, but the way that we move through life when we have the thing is completely different. So when a coach says, hey, did you hear that? That's connected to the version of you that doesn't have it. Do we need to step into a version of you that does have it? It's so invaluable to be be like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. I didn't even see that little tiny way that I was holding myself back or that I was speaking a truth that I didn't want to be true. Absolutely. And it's those micro moments that people discount because they, they think that it's only the big like jump off a cliff like decisions Yet it's these little moments. I, I 
correlate it to like you're building a brick wall. How do you do that? You build it one brick at a time and then suddenly you have the brick wall in front of you. These micro shifts and when you have them pointed out to you by a mentor, these micro shifts over time, brick by brick, build your brick wall, your AKA, your relationship, your identity, the version of you that has it. And so that becomes how you quantum leap. And so people will discount these little things like either they aren't seeing them and they aren't aware of them or they'll just be like, oh, that doesn't really matter. I don't I don't need to set that boundary. I can just let it go or I don't need to, you know, have this conversation with someone or put myself out there in this way and they'll just kind of breeze past it yet over time and not even a lot of time, the intentionality of those shifts is how you have a quantum leap in your reality creation. Absolutely. It's not maybe a mic. I don't know. It depends on the listener, I guess. I remember think I was building my business at the same time that I was dating. And so I was always nervous, one, to tell people that I was dating, that I was a dating coach. But two, it wasn't like I was working another job at the time too. So it was like part-time and I had my own ego that was coming up about, you know, what are people going to think? They're not going to take me seriously. I'm going to have to like explain it to them. They're not going to know what this is. And so for a long time, that was my reality. I would attract these guys that were just like, oh, that's cute. Like they wouldn't take me seriously there. They'd be like, oh, how's that dating thing going? Like that was literally the language that they would use. And I realized it was like, but in my relationship, he's going to be so proud of me. And I'm going to talk to him about it freely and openly and confidently. And even when there's times where he doesn't understand me, I'm going to be so grounded in my work to be like, yeah, yeah. He just doesn't understand because he's not in it. It's not a big deal. I don't need you to understand to like validate, you know, my work. And so I went to work on that, like on the dates where I would notice, like I started to over explain and I'd catch myself and be like, that's not what she does because yes. she's already in that relationship where she doesn't have to do that. Yes. I w- it's so funny because my story is the exact same. I was building my business when I was manifesting my man too. <laughs> and he, I, I set out, I was like, because my work matters to me so much, like my man is going to be so loving and supportive about it. And he truly is like the best cheerleader, the most just like the partner that I needed to also be successful and what I do. So it's, they get to like breathe into each other. This fear that like we could intimidate men with our dreams and aspirations is bullshit. Well, that's the other thing that I was going to say. So like when we go out on dates and we go, oh, men are intimidated by my success or they're intimidated by me and that's the guys that I tend to attract, we have to think about that. Like what is the energy that I'm carrying around about that? I was carrying an energy of, oh, no, this is a problem. Mm -hmm. Same thing when it comes to the idea that I'm intimidating. Oh no, something about me is a problem. So on the dates, I would pay attention to when I made it a problem. I would overexplain. I would try to get somebody to like convince them to see it. I would also shut down the conversation. I'd be like, oh, you know, if I'll talk about that later, right? I was still making that a problem. Yeah. And so then I started practicing the moments where I could be like, this is not a problem. And what do I want to share about this? How much do I want to say? And it was a quick evaluation, like after the dates where I would notice like, oh, that was gross, Kenna. Like you were really trying to prove yourself. And I was like, I don't want to do that anymore. That's not who I'm going to be in my relationship. And 
for the women that are attracting a man who loves how great you are, how successful you are, how independent you are, how strong you are. We have to get to a place where we're like, it's, I love it. I love it. And that radiates and attracts men who love it. Yeah. The internal. Radiates. You become so, and then that's the other part about rejection is like you get to become bulletproof to rejection because you're like, I love this piece of me. And the more I'm connected to loving it, the more I know it attracts somebody who loves it too. So if you show up and you don't love it, that's just clear information for me that we're not a good fit. Yeah, it's feedback. Like I literally went from being fearful that I was intimidating to one day it clicked in this aha and I was like, oh my God. If he is intimidated, that is the clear, clear, clearest indication we would never work. So I want you to be, if you're going to be. That's good. Like, and it was such an easy distinguish, like, yes or no, because I was like, I don't think I'm an intimidating person, but I am a passionate person. I am a lot. I'm out there. I'm outgoing. I'm like, I'm all the things. (laughs) (laughs) And I needed somebody who says, I see all the things and I want all the things. Absolutely. Found, foundationally, that was one of my things too. It was like, I want a man that fully chooses me. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it was just paying attention to the little moments when we go, will this be accepted? Mm-hmm. That's disconnect from what we want. The little yeah. moments. Yeah. And it's a lack of priority like because what are you what are we saying then we're saying that the acceptance and approval is more important than our own and that's something that we you know we know that but that's Mm -hmm. something that emotionally steps in habitually like we don't know that yeah it's like we're just stepping into that like unconsciously yeah so that's the power of putting yourselves in yourself in these rooms where women are working on letting go of these patterns because you get to have support along the way. Like I, Mm -hmm. it's not this like lonely journey of like figuring it out on your own. You have the, the place to plug into where you like, you do show up a little bit more yourself on that date. And then you get to go be celebrated and you get to like, guys, I did, I did this today. I shared this thing that I normally wouldn't have shared on the date. And I, you know, was fully me, like celebrate me in that. And you get to be Mm -hmm. seen and celebrated for that and really anchor in the pattern and show yourself that you're going to continue on the longevity of that transformation. Yes. Another reason why this is so important to me is because when women come to me, they're like, you help me focus on the things that I didn't realize I needed to focus on. And what they're essentially saying is like, you know, when you meet somebody, it really is all about the emotion and the excitement of that person a lot of times. And we take, we ride that excitement to the point where hopefully we're like, can it just get into a relationship? I just want to get exclusive with this person. And then we don't ever take a step back rarely and try to understand like, hey, is this person an actual good fit for me? Like, are there fundamental differences in who we are as people that my emotions aren't seeing because I'm just so excited about the person? So it's like I create like a head, like a what I call like a heart head balance. Like it's balancing logic and emotions. And that is the one thing that we don't do in dating. We're either too far in logic where then we don't find somebody that 
we're excited about and we feels like we have to settle we're too far in our emotion where we're not balancing that with like, is this person an actual good fit for me though? Mm. Or do I just want the relationship? Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Cause we can, our egos can get so trapped into just needing a um, hit of validation or to be chosen that it's like, we don't fundamentally step back and look at like, do I even want to choose this person that I want to be chosen by? And do I know why I'm choosing them, right? So many people, it's like, oh, we had common interests or we like each other or there's attraction. And all of those things are good. I'm not saying they're not good, but they're not fully sustainable. They don't, those aren't the only things that support a healthy, thriving relationship for decades. And so in this course, you're getting that too, guys. (laughs) I'm passionately saying this because my motto in the world is to help people love smarter, love smarter. And one of the ways that this is so important is that when you get a relationship that fundamentally works, you get to spend the relationship just having fun. Mm. And I took a poll asking people, do you believe and trust that you know in the long term what would satisfy you in a relationship? And like 80, like a high 80% said no. Oh, wow. We know what we want. We know what we need. What we want and what we need is not always 100% accurate either. Like it's based upon our own like thinking of what we know right now. Not that it's bad or wrong or anything. But think about this. Like what I wanted and once I did the work, what I wanted and what I needed completely changed. Oh, yeah. Me too. Right? So what we think and we, what we want, we know. But like there's a difference between that and what would fundamentally work with you as a person. And I'm going to break down how to figure that out to give you guys clarity so that you not only are attracting men at a rapid pace, but then you're also like, and I'm not just giving my heart away to anyone. I'm giving it away to like the right person. Mm, I love that. That's like. Imagine three months of this gold. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's life changing. It's life changing. Literally just thinking about how amazing it's going to be. And for the women inside, just the transformation. Absolutely. It's going to be so good. And I think about that daily where I'm like, it's not just me guiding them. There's two of us who are so committed to the women in the group, who are so committed to love, who are so in so much belief that this gets to be easy, that we've lived it and experienced it. That we're like, we have to give this away to you. I know. It's it's why we're here. <laughs> yeah. It's, and and exactly. part of my like soul, like on a deep like soul level, I know that that's why I went through so much of what I went through with men. It was because it was paving the way for my work to help people in this way. And it yeah. just makes me so – what I came from and what I experience now and the level of safety and love and trust and just the healthy relationship that I have amidst everything I had experienced, like, I just can't not want to help people with that. <laughs> I know. So let's give some glimmers. We're not the lucky ones, guys. But, like, you've said some amazing amazing things about your husband my guy, like my partner does some amazing things that are things that I'm like, y'all, if you knew this kind of behavior was out there, you would not be giving up on love. 
<laughs> so like, what's, what's a glimmer of some things that you absolutely love about your man? I love that no matter what, he's there. Like if there's something that bothers me or there's something that like, hey, this is a point that we could shift moving forward or like he just, he's always willing. Like he's always willing to sit with me to have the conversation, to listen, to like put our relationship to the forefront. And he loves to see me put my happiness first. Like he is the first advocate of like, like last week I was really sick and there was a family event that I really wanted to go to yesterday. And he was, he was like, I really want you to stay home and rest. Like, and I, and deep down, that's what I felt like I knew I needed. Like my body needed that because I wasn't feeling well. And it was just that permission of like, stay home, rest, relax. Like he's just always so understanding and like it almost like turns him on like the more like I put myself and my happiness first the more like hot he is for me if that makes sense and it worked out being exactly what I needed yesterday because today I woke up feeling a million times better and the cold feels like it's pretty much gone now so oh my god ladies write that down as a desire (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because I I I spent so many years thinking that I was all about what I was, you know, about putting their needs first and their like and and yes, like there's things that I do for him and there's you know, like love that I pour at him too. It's just I had never felt that safety to really tell a man like what I needed and wanted and now I have that. Mm, so good. Write it down as you want, ladies. <laughs> Write it down on your to manifest list. <laughs> Write it down on your to manifest list. And on a side note, as a dating coach, there are actually ways to observe which men are like that and which ones wouldn't necessarily have the capacity to do that. Mm. So there are ways to identify it in their behavior through conversations. Um, I always tell people that like, it's better to figure out who that person is in their own life because that's who they're going to be towards you than it is to find the person who like loves you so much that they'll just do anything for you. Because I'm like, first off, no one's like that. But two, if a ma- if like my man just opens everyone's door, then he's probably going to still open my door when he's mad at me. Oh, yeah. Because that's just who he is. Yeah. By nature. Like nothing's changing that. No woman is going to make that change. But like we have been sold on this idea through rom-coms that like you're the magical woman that gets a man to change his behavior. No, 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 no. (laughs) I mean, do you want to go through all that work? I've tried that a few times. (laughs) (laughs) I've tried that a few times too. It's not that fun. So everything, yes, he does this because he loves Elizabeth. Of course. But, like, that love just makes him more of who he already is. Yeah. He is a good person, like, in in his soul. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, with all that being said, we could probably talk about this for the next two hours. But (laughs) instead, um, I will put the details of the Love Lux Academy into your world for you to take a peek on. If you have had any ahas through this episode, 
please let us know. If you have any ahas about specific questions, I will put my email in the show notes as well. You can reach out. Um, is there anything that you have that you want to say? Is there any questions you want to ask me? I didn't want to cut you off too soon, but I just realized we're at like 45 minutes. I know. I feel like I can just talk to you forever. But <laughs> <laughs> it just flows so well between us. Um, I know. I would just say like, just never give up. Like if think about your man on the other end, like think about how he's manifesting you just as much as you're manifesting him. Mm -hmm. And so hold that faith, hold that desire, nourish it, do whatever it takes within yourself to embody that version of you because he's banking on the, the, same prayer that you don't give up. Yes. So good. That's a beautiful way to end it. All right, y'all. We will see you inside the Love Lux Academy. Thank you, Elizabeth, for joining me. Thank you. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Hey, if you want to create a memorable dating experience that leads to the man you want to do life with in just six months, it's time for a coach and we need to chat. Send me a message at kennarenee.co at gmail.com or on Instagram at thekennarenee.co.